It's the Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast, Punk Rock Reflection, number four. I'm going for a walk. Hey everybody, it's Josh Buckley, co-host of the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, and I want to thank you for tuning into the show uh, and welcome you to my Punk Rock Reflection episode. Uh, Every other week in between our big shows, either Mike or I sit down and we kind of reflect back on the things that we've been talking about, the, you know, the different um, topics that we've been discussing and, and whether we see them in our classrooms or in our schools or in our own life. And so on this episode today, I kind of want to talk to you really about the last episode that Mike and I just did, this idea of, uh, we talked about that educators need to keep changing and keep growing and, and branch out and try new things. And when an opportunity comes up, grab it because, you know, you're going to grow and become a better educator whenever you do uh, something new, whenever you try something new. And so I wanted to kind of reflect back on one experience that I went through recently that I think has you know, really, it challenged me. Um, I wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing. And it definitely was outside of my comfort zone. And where I ended up afterwards, and and what I think that means for me. So recently, uh, just a couple years ago, um, there was a little movement that took place in several states across the country, maybe you remember, maybe you heard of it, called Red for Ed. Well, um, I currently serve as my teachers, uh, my local teachers association president. So I spend half my day in the classroom working with 12th graders, teaching them government. And the other half of my day, I serve as a, uh, as the union president. So I go to meetings and I have phone calls and emails and meet with school board members and meet with, uh, you know, educators and organize around things and, and do all sorts of stuff. And, and at the time of Red for Ed in Arizona, I was president of my local, it was my very first year as president. Um, my first year tackling this big leadership role, and we go on a walkout for six days. Um, that was a lot to kind of jump through that first year in this leadership role to organize and to talk to people about and do all those things. But that's not what this is about. That was challenging in and of itself. But one of the things that I think really challenged me that I stepped outside of my comfort zone in, and I feel like it did, it, it changed me a lot was um, during that process, I was asked to chair a ballot initiative in the state of Arizona. So Arizona has the ability, uh, if you get enough signatures, you can put a piece of legislation, a law uh, on the ballot for citizens to vote on in our state, you know, a proposition. And so I was asked to co-chair a ballot initiative. And, you know, that was a big thing. I, you know, I was a local leader in my, in my district, but never been like a, on a state stage or anything like that. Never been someone to kind of take that, that bigger outside of my district stance. Um, you know, and I was told like, Josh, this is going to take a lot of time. It's going to, you're going to have to invest a lot into it. It's going to eat a whole bunch of your life up to do this. And, I talked to my wife about it, we discussed it, and I said, sure. And that might just be because my nature is always to go, sure, you got a problem, let's work on it, let's talk about it, let's do it. That's just who I am naturally. But that doesn't ever come you know, without sort of 
a freak out afterwards or a little bit of anxiety afterwards or just unsuredness afterwards. Is unsuredness a word? I'm going to say it's a word. But so, you know, I, I said yes. And I took on this role of being uh, a, a co-chair for this ballot initiative. And you want to talk about stepping outside of my comfort zone. This was stepping outside of my comfort zone for sure. Um, I had to sit in a whole lot of political meetings about planning stuff and I had to, you know, uh, help organize what it was going to look like for us to collect signatures. I had to, you know, get trained on messaging and media and all this stuff. And, and let me tell you, there is a big difference between standing in front of 34 seniors, one year, 42 in an economics class. There is something different between that and standing at a press conference with several microphones in front of you and people behind you and in front of you at the state capitol to talk about what you're about to undertake and what you're going to do and, and what you have done. And that was something that pushed me outside of my comfort zone. It was something that definitely was a change for me. Um, but I feel like during that process, I grew a whole lot, right? Like I had to be on my toes all the time. I, I had to do radio interviews. I did television interviews. I was on our local NPR station uh, talking about it. I, I was on our local PBS station talking about it. And it really forced me to like learn how to be succinct and be able to talk about something very quickly and, and be able to, you know, on a dime, answer a question and fold it into the message you want to have, right? And maybe some of that came from being a classroom teacher, but this was at a different level, something I'd never done before. You know, I, I, you know, and that was, that was something different. And I took on that role and spent way more time than I thought I would outside of my home, away from my wife and my kids. I made some long drives to different parts of the state. Um, I was, you know, in Phoenix, the capital, a whole bunch of times for a whole bunch of meetings. I put a lot of miles on my car that summer. But my colleagues and I, you know, thousands of teachers across the state, we gathered over 200,000 signatures for that ballot initiative. In the summer months, in the hot, hot heat of Arizona, we rallied together and we did something. And I built some great friendships with those people along the way as we stepped outside of our comfort zone and we tried something new and we learned something new about ourselves. I learned that if you put a microphone in front of me and there's a crowd in front of me, I can talk about something I believe in. If you ask me a question that I don't know that I have the exact answer to, I'm going to be able to answer it to the best of my ability and I'm not going to flinch at it. I learned that if you want someone to have your back, look for a teacher, look for an educator because um, those are the strongest, toughest, most resilient people. So when Mike and I talk about building your crew, you're going to build it with the best people ever. I had great people by my side and this thing stretched me and I had to change and I had to do something different. And it definitely did not end how we thought it was going to end. Um, we had to go in front of legislative council. 
myself and other teachers filling a room at the Capitol to speak on behalf of this ballot initiative to argue back and forth with some legislators, politely argue back and forth with some legislators about it. It went to court. It was fought over in the court system. But we lost in the Arizona Supreme Court. And our ballot initiative was struck down. And the work that we'd put into it in those hot summer months, standing outside of grocery stores and going to events outside, standing outside of baseball games and going to parks and knocking on doors and asking people to sign our petition to get our language on the ballot all went out the window. And it was tough. It was tough to look my colleagues in the eye, my friends in the eye that did this with me as we realized that all that work went away, that the friends that stood by me at the Secretary of State's office when we dropped off paper box after paper box of signature paper over and over and we unloaded them from the truck, that I had to see those people again and know that the work that we did didn't get on the ballot. It was tough. But I leave that experience of stretching and growing and walking outside of not only the four walls of my classroom, but the district that I was in, standing up outside of that district, standing in legislative council hearings with my colleagues and fighting for education funding, fighting to make sure that kids have enough that kids have a qualified teacher in their classroom, that they have a bus driver who can get them safely to school, that the teachers that they have aren't teaching in rooms that are falling apart with desks that are breaking with textbooks that are decades old, that that fight showed me and my colleagues that we have a voice and that we are powerful. That if we were willing to stand up and speak out and change, and grow, and do something different, we found inside of ourselves that we were leaders. And not just leaders in our classrooms, because every one of us is a leader inside of our classroom, but that we can be leaders outside of that classroom. So I'm going to encourage you that if something comes up, and it might not be a ballot initiative that comes in front of you to co-chair, but something might come up for you that's going to stretch you a little bit. Maybe that's sitting on a committee for curriculum adoption. Maybe that's, you know, applying to be your, uh, your school's, your department chair for your department or being on the grade level leadership team or stepping up to be on that PBIS committee. Or when someone in your district says, hey, we need someone to help us figure this out, that you go be that person to help them figure it out. Because When you do that, you'll find something inside of yourself. You'll find that you're a bigger leader than you ever thought you could be. Um, And I found that out about myself every time I've taken an opportunity like this, that, that although it's tough and although it was way outside of my comfort zone and although it didn't end up the way I wanted it to, I'm a better person for it. I think I'm a more confident educator. I think I'm a more confident person. I think I'm more willing when I see something wrong to stand up and speak out against it because I know that I've got a whole bunch of people behind me, my crew, who are going to do the same thing, who want what's best for kids. So do that. I encourage you to step outside the four walls of your classroom 
do something big, take on a challenge, and fix what you think is wrong. So guys, it wouldn't be the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if I didn't tell you what I've been listening to. And so last couple days, I've been diving into uh, one of my favorite bands from the early 2000s, Hey Mercedes. They put out two fantastic records. Uh, They put out a record called Every Night Fireworks. But lately, uh, I tuned in and listened to uh, Lose Control, which is great. Both albums are like this upbeat punk rock with like this little bit of indie flair to them. So check it out. Uh, But guys, thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find uh, our podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Punk Classroom. So you can follow me on Twitter at Josh R. Buckley. And you can follow my amazing co-host who will be back with me next week as we talk about uh, collaboration, Mike Earnshaw. You can find him on Twitter at mearnshaw158. All that's in the show notes. Uh, Have a great week, guys. Hope you'll tune in and join us next week. So take that chance. Do something different. Change, grow, Keep getting better. Uh, And guys, I'll see you at the show. I'm going for a walk.